Welcome to The Kindness Project, the podcast designed to share stories of kindness and share how kindness can make positive change in our world, one small act at a time. This time on The Kindness Project, The Q, Fred the Bear, and we have part two of our interview with Faz Arani. Hello and welcome to The Kindness Project. Kindness Project! I am... I am... uh, We're we're actually on tour today, aren't we? Because we're doing The Kindness Project from... Scotland. They give me a bit of Scotland, Zav. Scotland. Scotland. Well done. Oh, I tell you what, Charlotte. I am joined by a girl who's got an amazing Scottish accent and a girl who hasn't. You can decide which is which. Um, it's it's Charlotte and Sophie. How are we doing today? And 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 we've got a friend who's a bear apparently. Who's doing the who's doing my intro today? Oh, um uh Okay, okay I'll, I'll, I'll do yours. Um, God, okay, this is probably on the spot. I thought you were going to do... I thought Sophie was going to do it or something. Okay, I'm joined by a man who, despite a brief explanation, is still very confused by the Q. <laughs> <laughs> I am confused by the Q. I can't be alone. I'm, no, I am. I, I know what the Q means now. I know what the Q means. The Q is actually a C. It should be LBGTC. <laughs> For confused. Because I I'm not I'm not the only one I'm not the only one that's that's confused. I asked you, you were confused. <laughs> we're all confused. We're all confused. I don't even know what it means. Don't worry about it. I don't um, even know what you're talking about. Um uh, don't worry about it. We're all we're all confused by the queue. And would you like to do an intro? Oh, I'm gonna introduce Fred. Um Fred, go on. I'm introducing I'm introducing a tiny bear and he's very small. Yes, this is an audio podcast, so if you can't yeah. just pat the bear, yeah. they can hear it. Yeah, just that, you can't just pat the bear for about five minutes. Because almost... even though even though it looks cute on a podcast, it doesn't really play. And it's almost the size of my hand. A bear that almost the size of your hand, and that bear is called Ted. Fred. Fred. Right now, <laughs> listeners, what you just didn't see because this is audio <laughs> is somebody has just built a massive cup of hot chocolate. <laughs> On the tablecloth and decided to lick it. <laughs> Go and get a cloth, my mommy and Charlotte chat, and you can clear up your hot chocolate. Oh, I tell you what, one day, listeners, we will get professional. It won't, it, it won't be today, clearly. It won't be today. So, um. No, I, I think that this is just the kind of shambolicism we <laughs> oh! do And with that, we're going to segue to our question. Of the well, this is the interesting thing because I think shambolicism should mean professional shambolicness. Is shambolicness a word? Probably not. I've gone three way, but the question of can the I podcast. Tell them? Can I tell them? Oh, the, sh- Sophie's going to tell you what the question of the podcast is, which is so. Drum roll, please. <laughs> Give us a random word that you and tell us what it means. Give us a random word that you've made up and tell us what you mean. So, Charlotte is shambolic. Shambolicism. The professionalness of shambolic. Now, I think that might be an actual thing. Professional shambolicness. We could we could be the vanguard for that, couldn't we? Because we get this podcast out... We get this podcast out every week. It's all a bit... You know what surprises me? People listen. 
people do listen. 18,000 <laughs> listeners, Charlotte. 18,000 people. Go on then. Panda room. It's when you're acting like a panda and you're jumping up and down really high. I love it. Panda room. What was your one, Charlotte? I said shambolicism. Shambolicism. I can't remember what my one was. Can you? Making it well. It was it was between fancy and shambolic. Oh, oh, right. Okay, fair enough. But it was one of those games that you play when you're in the car and a bit bored. Yeah, it was. It was either this or random noises part three. Yeah. So. Um, uh, and, and and the reality Six. is the drive up to our growth on the east coast of Scotland, where we are right now, is long. Nine hours. So yeah. so yeah, we had, to, we had to stop in Manchester to pick this one up. Yeah, I, I was in I was in Manchester for the cu- for a couple of days, which was uh, amazing. Because I didn't even notice. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, mate. Thanks for that. I just I like I I consider myself quite a good dad, but the fact that you didn't even notice I wasn't there, um, I don't I, know. I didn't even see. I don't know whether that says more about you or me. What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dad, she wasn't the only yeah. one. <laughs> I've never been so insultmented in my life. I noticed Thursday morning, but didn't bring it up until Thursday night. Oh, right, okay. So I didn't bring it up till Friday morning. Right. And we went and picked you up on Friday. True, okay. But I went. Where's, 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 where's that man who usually lives in our house? Is he, is he, is he coming back anytime soon? So, uh, today, my friend, we'd like to hear about your words. They're a combination of two words that you've made up that or, mean something new. Or, one word, not a join, that means something real. What do you mean? Or one word that you just, it's like... As long as it's made up, it doesn't matter, yeah. does it? Yeah, as no, long as it's made up, it well. doesn't matter. That's fine. Um, and you can get in touch with us in a variety of different ways. Now, Soph, you've been involved in the podcast a couple of times now, so can you remember how people get in touch? On Facebook? I don't know. <laughs> oh, on the search bar. On oh. the search bar. Oh, she knows my ways. Right. Anyway, um, I was going to say Twitter because I know how, how I say it annoys you, so... Now, this is a word that you've just made up, right? I mean, actually, holler kindness could be a invented word, couldn't it? Holler kindness. Holler kindness. Could we no, say, th- no, that just sounds racist. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not, 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 the way, not the way me and you would say it. The way you were saying it sounds so kind of racist. Is it about Scotland or right? Oh, Scotland. Scotland. That's not... You're, you guys are bad about that, that, that though, but you've had years practice on that one. Okay, right? fair enough. Um, yeah, okay, so holla at holla kindness, H-O-L-A-K-I-N-D-N-E-S-S. You can do Google. Kindness Project. Yep, just Google the Kindness Project and you can find us. And the email at holla at thekindnessproject.com.uk. And we're all over the web because we've got our own little website, www.thekindnessproject.co.uk, and you can find the following. You can find every single one of our 90-odd episodes. Are you boiling, Soph? Yeah, I'm boiling a sweatshirt. 90-odd episodes? Are we really that far in? Yeah, we're nearly at 100. I'm, I'm amazingly excited to get to, oh my God. to the 100. When we get to 104, that's two years. No. When we that's get two years' worth of episodes, yeah. Uh, High five. Um, we, um, 
Uh, no, because I'm actually recording the podcast in a minute. I don't know if you noticed. You're meant to be on it. Um, so we have done <laughs> nearly... Shambolicism, so... Yeah, yeah. We, I, the shambolicism means that you've got to be shambolically professional. That's the I thing. I don't even know what shambolic means. Okay. Fair enough. Um, so, um, so the... The reality is we've been doing this nearly for two years. We've had some amazing guests. We're going to carry on doing it because we love it. And our 18,000 listeners now expect it, don't they? Yes. Can me and Charlotte do some emotional singing? No. No, because mm-hmm. the podcast about kindness isn't about emotional singing. It's about... Can I talk about... Can I talk about the fact that um, uh, on the website you can find all of our episodes. You can buy our merch. 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 That is an amazing little word, isn't it? Merch. Um, and... You know what it's short for? You know what it's short for? Merchandise. Um, true. And, um, yeah, you can like sort of find out a little bit about the podcast we're going to be doing loads more videos over the course of the next six months so look out look out for them we are we're going to do loads more videos we're going to have a little youtube channel that sophie's going to get involved in are we going to start Um, facebook live in them again we might start facebook live in them again so we're going to do all of that so loads um we're 100 in nearly two years into the project but loads more coming up so um shall we get on with the show yes So today uh, in our um, interview section, um, and if you're a new listener to The Kindness Project, because I know that we're getting quite a lot of them at the minute, The Kindness Project is all about sharing the stories of people doing awesome stuff in the world. And this this lady who we started the interview last week for, Vaz, um, does awesome work in Nepal. Uh, In this second part of the interview, we talked to her about that. Uh, In addition to that, we... um, Ask her some of our famous questions of the podcast. Woo! Shall we listen? Yes. So <laughs> we have, we have the dog lady, people. we have the cattle lady, yeah. we have all sorts of, and we also have gentlemen too. We have the forest man, and yeah. you know. Is, is there is there a gender split in terms of who you help, and is there a reason uh, for we, that? We help men and women. Yeah. We, we look at need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we, we support people with physical disabilities, people who are isolated alone, people who are paralysed, people visually hearing impaired, um, and who also have problems with their spines or de- deformed legs yeah. because of all the weight carry. Is there is there a social stigma f- to disability? Uh, in, um, in there isn't. Well, there is and there isn't. In, okay. in many ways, there is. There is no there is no stigma to to disability other than you know sometimes with with faith or religion the whole notion of karma comes in that says you must have done something in your previous life to suffer in this one but that doesn't preclude the fact that also within the same faith is the thinking that you know if you if you give good to others that's good karma for you yeah 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 so why not help that person so you want to help and to support so yes and no in in that sense but. I mean, certainly the support that we get from the community, well, we couldn't work in the way that we do if we didn't get the support we get from the community. Yeah, okay. And um, as I say, I, I, I assume that I knew about the Sherpa community, but I've already been educated. What's the biggest miscomprehension do you think people have when you talk about the work you do with the Sherpa community? I think 
I think miscomprehensions that they have about the work that we do. I think they, I think there is this automatic assumption that we, we are a charity. Yeah. And yeah, we, yeah. we are not. And I think yeah. you know everybody always assumes that you know if you if you put money in a tin, especially now, you know that some of it's going to get eaten up in administration or marketing budgets or salaries. Yeah. You yeah. Know, um, so I think people actually find it very difficult to accept the fact that when we say we are all volunteers and yeah. we work out of pocket, that we actually do. Yeah. Yeah. But it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because you, you, there's there's loads of charities that does uh, amazing work, but certainly I've had conversations where people have said, I don't want that to go towards the CEO's salary. And I actually, I appreciate that perspective because if you're giving, you want to see, you want that money to go to the egg lady, don't you? Absolutely. You don't want it to go to somebody in the U. I want that money to go specifically to the egg lady only. <laughs> you want it to go to the egg lady, not the super. <laughs> True, the egg lady, not the suit man. And um, what have you learned most about the work you've, you, you do? What have I learned most? Um, that every time that I go, I need to be prepared for things to have changed. In what way? In, in, in the way that um, the, the weather, for example. If I go in the springtime, I go thinking that hopefully the winter will be over and I'll go before the monsoon arrives. But we've noticed, certainly over the last 20, 22 years, that there's been such a shift in the, the predictions of the weather. You know, we, we Climate's changed. Yes, yeah. we have avalanches, and we're not meant to have avalanches. We have snow coming, and we're meant to be in the summer. Yeah. We have the rains coming early. Mm. Um, so we, we find that you know the challenges of the terrain, which are also challenges for the community, yeah. because when they should be planting potatoes, the ground is frozen solid yeah. and nothing can be planted. And then if the rains come early, then everything rots. Yeah. So, you know, the, these things are challenging. Challenges. And, and yeah. also the, the prices of things. We're finding that because foodstuffs have to be carried in, you know, the, the price of food is increasing okay. exponentially. So what we could buy, we're not able to buy anymore. We, okay. have, we need more resources to buy the food. That, and, and every year we find that we have more in numbers. We now support almost 80 people. Okay. And we also support children and single mothers. Yeah. So, you know, we're, we're finding that the, the costs, our costs are going up year yeah. on year yeah. because the value of the pound is, is unpredictable. Sure. And then the costs of food being carried in and, and local inflation is going up. But, but you mentioned, Vaz, that you can make quite a small amount go quite a long yes. way. Relatively, I'd imagine the cost of a meal out there is lower than lower than the UK, and if so, oh, by what proportion? Absolutely. So, how much would? So, about three hundred and fifty pounds to three hundred and seventy pounds would enable us to provide one person with one good meal a day for a year. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that that is. You know, you couldn't do that in the UK. That's incredible, incredibly good value, isn't Absolutely. it? Yeah. And yeah. also, we, we have to think about the foods that we provide for people. Yeah, I was saying, how do you, how do you <laughs> make it sustainable throughout the so, year? So what we do is, I mean, some of, we do mental health and health assessment. So we understand how many of our people understand money. Because mm. if they don't understand money, then we will actually go to the shops, purchase those foods, for and we them. will ferry them to their homes. Mm. Uh, foods that will not go off. Yeah. Um, if they understand money, we'll shop for a bit of that food and then we'll give them the rest of the money. But we, but we also have uh, four ladies who are single mothers who work on the ground okay. with us. 
and they visit our older people once a month, every month, to make yeah. sure there's food, there's cooking And fuel, some of it's fresh. Food, yeah, yeah. There's wood for cooking, because there's no such thing as gas. Yeah, yeah. So there's wood for cooking, that there's water, that they're healthy and well. Because yeah. if they fall ill and they have nobody else, yeah. then there's no going out to buy food. There's no going out to buy the fuel yeah. to cook the food. Yeah. So we, we have single mums uh, that we employ, and we employ single mums because yeah. they're bringing up children on their own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you want to support, support so them So anyone who is supported in this project is the single mums who are remunerated. And how big is loneliness with people who are sort of, is that a challenge as well? I think, I think there is a whole community in the village setting, mm. but if people are immobile and if they're not able to get out and about, you know, a wheelchair doesn't really come in handy right. because of the terrain. Yeah, yeah. Uh, walking sticks and frames don't yeah. really help yeah, yeah. Um, because of the angles and the terrain. Yeah. So it's people, um, isn't it's it? People, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and so, and, and a lot of our people have actually lost their children on the mountain. So we've had quite a lot of mums and dads who've lost their sons to the mm. mountain. Because you read a lot about the. Um, the Sherpa community and the amount of deaths that actually go, go along. Um, um, but yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's, quite, um, it, it, it's quite scary. What, did, what have you learnt the most about from the people over there? So you must... I'm loved. Okay. There's a lot of loving that goes yeah. around yeah. when we do what we do. Yeah. Um, and the other thing also that it's done is that it's, it's become infectious. Yeah. So I could be in one village and then 10 days later, I could be in another part of the country. And they would have heard. And someone would have heard. The mountain yeah. drums work beautifully. Yeah, go and to it, go to it. they look after me. They yeah. look after me. And, Good. And it helps because... How long have you been going over there? Oh, since 1997, okay. pretty much every year. Yeah. So many, many trips. Yeah. But, um, but in a really simple way. Yeah. So that, you know, people say, oh, has he come over? Tea or, yeah. or a bowl of rara noodles yeah, yeah, because yeah. I mean I know how expensive food is out there and so you know when I get invited for meals or something I, I ask for the simplest thing yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, it's happy it fills the hunger yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's freshly yeah. prepared and yeah. it's what local people are eating so uh, we, we we relate to each other I think I think the fact that, that there is goodwill that goes about and mm. the fact that that goodwill is infectious. Yeah. Uh, over the years, we've, we've had more and more support from local communities. Mm. So, you know, in some villages, we have a party. Yeah. When we have the older people come to collect their money and their resources, we have a social gathering and a party. Oh, I love and, it. And the guest house will provide food for everyone. Obviously, we'll pay for that food, but the guest house will provide that food at the cost at which they provide. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's not, yeah, there's no sort of markup. So it, it really yeah. helps us to be able to, you know, in a particular area, yeah. get 25 people But to you need that buy-in, yeah, you, you know? need that buy-in, you need that social side, don't you, to celebrate that. And, and what's the future of the charity? Oh, I, I'm, I, I'm going to stop saying charity. <laughs> I'm going to, Charlotte, next time I say charity, you need to stop me, it's a direct action initiative apologies okay, that's fine um the future well my mother asked me the same question she's like Vazzy, you're, you're getting into your 50s now you're already there how long are you going to do this for and and i have very simple answers that as long as my legs keep working yeah I can walk into the mountains yeah. i can do it yeah. as long as i can earn enough to be able to pay my way to go yeah and as long as people keep 
supporting and, and donating and we have the resources to distribute. Why stop though? Why stop if you can carry on, if you're capable enough Absolutely. to carry on? But if we have the resources and if people continue to give yeah. um, to the work that we're doing, then we have something to distribute yeah. at the other end yeah. for these people. Yeah. Without the resources, we can't go. What, 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 do you, what do you get out of it personally? What do I get out of it personally? So um, we we always we had a we had a really good guy who um, who uh, we interviewed who wrote a book called The Five Sign Side Effects of Kindness uh, and he he talks about the fact that kindness even though it is altruistic it's also something that where you get a good feeling at that absolutely. yeah yeah absolutely. and there's nothing that should be ashamed of that no, because it's totally that's not, not the motivation but yes totally the love, the love from the community sounds yeah, like a big one for you. But also the other thing that I really love is actually watching people get involved. Yeah. I really enjoy the efforts that people put into making cakes and selling them. Uh, ideas that they might have to do a sponsored run or yeah. something. Or to dress up like Santa Claus and do a Santa Dash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I love the ideas that people have to raise money to feed somebody. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and, and the joy that I get from them actually engaging. Yeah. I, I'm absolutely. I mean, it's a good feeling. It's, yeah. like, it's like donating blood. You know, it's, yeah. it's going somewhere. It's making a difference. Yeah, yeah, great. Um, so, what we also do um, on the on the podcast, this is Charlotte's favourite bit, uh-huh. is on every single episode we have a question of the podcast, which isn't particularly kindness related, but we get engagement from our audience about okay. it. So, we've not prepared you for this bit because we never <laughs> prepare any guests for this bit. Um, okay. But they're just questions that we like to ask people so okay the one we've got to start with Shall have you got a few in mind or would you li- like to get my list up yeah let's go with the list oh okay i'll get the list up the only ones i know are the one we had the most on and the one we had the most debate on. okay that's fine well you can ask those two and i'll ask a few more but the one that i think is probably the most pertinent is mm. as we've been talking about the be- egg lady yes what's the best use of an egg what do you think the best use of an egg is? What's the best use of an egg? Oh gosh. I think Easter egg hunts. Easter egg chocolate eggs? It's the future, yeah. yeah. Easter egg hunts. Yeah. Yeah, chocolate makes people happy, <laughs> Easter yeah, eggs. Okay, cool. Charlotte, have you got a question you want to ask? Yeah, um, what's your favourite biscuit? <laughs> <laughs> questions, we've asked super serious questions, we've asked um, quite deep questions. The one that caused the most debate yeah. was what's your favourite biscuit? And I just oh, oh, genuinely Jaffa cake, and that was it. Oh yeah, it was the, it was the old Jaffa cake thing. <laughs> so what's your favourite biscuit? Oh, a classic. I like it. Because yeah. you can dip it in your tea. It's not as good as a shortbread, though, is it? Come on, oh, let's no, be honest. Scottish shortbread. But shortbread with the fats and the sugars. You see, rich teas I can share with my oldies up in Nepal. True, and yeah. I know that we're going to be okay. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, diet and exercise are quite important to me at the minute, <laughs> but I don't mind a, a, the odd nice little cheeky... Yeah, the odd little cheeky treat every now and again. And what was your other one, uh, Charlotte? Who was your favourite Muppet? <laughs> oh, who's my favourite Muppet? Oh, it's got to be Kermit. Yeah, see, see, where did you go for a favourite Muppet? Fozzie. 
fuzzy. Yeah, f- fuzzy's a classic. But we did. Did we allow people to go down the Fraggle Rock route or the Sesame Street route? Some, 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 somebody, somebody said the count, and we didn't think the the oh, count was. The count and the Cookie Monster. Classics. Classics. What um? What's your favourite piece of trivia? Yeah. That's the one that always gets people, that one. Interesting. Yeah. I have no idea. I'm not even sure where I can go with... What do you mean by favourite piece of... So, what's your favourite piece of sort of... Um, sort of knowledge that most people don't know that you sort of find yourself sharing? Oh, I think... Probably it's got to be around... Poetry or literature. Okay. I love I love books. I love reading. Oh, well, you you're in the right place because we yeah you are in the right place because we love reading. So that brings us on to the next question. If you could be any character mm-hmm. in any of your favourite books, who would you choose? This is the first question. This is the first. I tell you, that was eighty episodes ago. That was the first question we ever asked. Well, if I could be a, a character in my favourite book, I would like to be Herzog. Okay. And Herzog wrote the book Annapurna, okay. which is about the first ascent of Annapurna. And it, the, the first is it? paragraph starts off with the amputation of digits from the people who had just come down from the expedition yeah. on the train to Delhi. So he's an amazing writer. It's okay. a beautiful book. Amazing. What's, the, what's your idea with Sunday morning? I do Sunday morning. Gosh. I think ideal Sunday morning is to be out in the garden barefoot with about half an hour of Tai Chi. Okay. As long as the weather holds and the grass isn't covered in worms. Okay, okay. That, that sounds like a good Sunday morning, actually. And a uh, couple more. We'll go for... Oh, I've got too many now, Charlotte. Um, have you got any more in mind? That was known to everyone. Um, right, let's go for... We did ask... Are humans generally good? We barely got any responses. Yeah. So, do you think most people are generally good? I think, given half an opportunity to be yes, people do are on the side of goodness. I think so. I, I think you're right. Yeah. Okay. Two more questions. Okay. These are two of my favourite, and I forgot about this one. <laughs> you're on the final of the Great British Bake Off. Uh-huh. You've got to bake your showstopper to wow Paul Hollywood and it's not Mary Berry anymore is it it's fruit is it fruit yeah okay what are you baking and in what sort of shape and style ah right okay so this is a really good one okay so you've got me there because I've got so many go on tell me tell me good First off, I think I'd like to do a lemon drizzle cake. Okay. Yeah. But we, 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 we've got to go showstopper. So what size, what shape oh, is it? Gosh. You know, like, you've got, okay. you've got to, like, really wow the right. judges. Well, in that case, I'm going to change my mind. I'm, okay. going, to go, I'm going to go for battle brief. Okay. Which is a Welsh tea bread. Okay. Very classical Welsh tea bread. Well, that sounds nice it's already. Absolutely yeah. And I would probably bake it in the shape of Travana. Which okay. is a three thousand foot mountain in snow in, in the snow. Amazing. Not not to scale though, right? Because no, no. that would be a bit big for the tent. They actually call Shavan the dragon because it, it looks like a sleeping dragon. Oh. So I, I think that if I was going to do bad breath, I'd do a, a Welsh bread in the shape of Travan. Shape of a that sounds. That reminds me of that poem. Um, we have to analyze for English. Uh, the, the prelude, because he compares the mountain to a beast chasing him. Uh, as he Who wrote that? Away. 
I don't know. It's only an extract because like, the, the actual thing is like 27 books long or something. Oh. It's like. Yeah, but does that count as a poem if it's 27 books long? I mean, it's I'm, like yeah, it's in prose. Yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. Right, and the last one I'm going to answer for today yes. is what would you call your autobiography? What would I call my autobiography? Oh, gosh, that's a difficult one, isn't it? I think I'd call my autobiography Shanti. S-H-A-A-N-T-H-I okay. used to be the name of my dog she's gone to doggy heaven now but Shanti essentially means peace, calm equilibrium okay. balance Balance. Yeah. really like that yeah, Dexter yeah, yeah Shanti, I think, yeah I really like that I really like that so where can people find out more about you and your organisation? Well, um, there's a, a banner that you're, you're we're going to share. Yeah, we're going to share. And on that banner, it will be an email address okay. and contact telephone number. Okay, we'll and, and, and we welcome anyone with ideas, um, any kind of imagine, imagination ideas, um, practical ideas, but also support. You know, yeah. um, we always welcome donations and volunteers. Okay. Um, there's um, no such thing as a silly idea. And what we'll do is we'll share all of that on our show notes for the podcast so that people can find out a lot more about you when they, when they come in. Thanks, I've really enjoyed this. No, there's one more thing. Oh, we cool. always put the offer out for anyone who actually wants to come with us on location. Okay, cool, amazing. If you want to travel with us, yeah. we will take you and we will look after you. How often do you go? Every year. Every year, amazing. April, so, May time. Brilliant. So we'll we'll make sure that goes out in the podcast as well, Lovely. so that our listeners can can benefit from that if they'd like to. But really appreciate that. Thank, thank you. Thank you very I've really much. enjoyed it. I've enjoyed myself too. Some Cheers. very difficult questions. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. Thank you very much. So that was the last part with Az. What did we think? Yeah, I actually remember being in that. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. It was a good one. Why are you taking your top off, so? We don't just just to let you know. We this normally we we normally record the podcast fully clothed. We don't do it naked. I'm I'm boiling up. That's why. Oh, you boiling up? All right, okay, fair enough. Shall we get on with the show? I think I think I think everyone in the living room had that. I think you may have broken my podcast mic as well. Um Tuesdays <laughs> Right. But the end It's not the end because the end is always the beginning of something entirely new and now we're going to get the question of the podcast answers from last week, even though I can't remember what the question of the podcast is because I do not have that long-term memory. I know that someone said, ask their grandson, and then the grandson said, "Oh, it's the dinosaur." Yeah, well, it was it was Sophie's it was Sophie's question last time, and Sophie's going to tell us what last week's question was, aren't you, Sophie? Yup. And what was it? What is your favourite dinosaur? Okay. Now, um. The reality is, right, we had a decent number of comments on this, um, and um, Sophie's going to share every single one. Yes! Um, then he said, just for me, Grandad Potato. <laughs> yeah. Um, Grandad said it. Yeah. Or a Diplodocus or T-Rex. Louise, friend of the show. And world's greatest cousin. Velociraptor, um, she said that. Elmer Khan said, 
Triceratops. My favourite as well. Um, good choice. Uh, Al, good, good choice, Al. Um, I tell you what, that was that was like yeah, good choice. I like that. Alan Bowley. T Rex. Alan Bowley said it has to be T Rex. Brenda thinks this is an amazing question and said T Rex again. T Rex. So the T Rex and the Triceratops are pretty popular. Um, Rob Bishop said great question. I asked my grandson, and he said me. So, so, so that was good. Next one. Triceratops. You have to read the person, though. You got to read who said Francis it. Francis Barrett. Francis Barrett said Triceratops. Andrew. Berwick. Raptors. Raptors. And Tasman Kane said Stegosaurus. And it always has been since I've been a little girl. Now, uh, that was what we got from Facebook, but on Twitter, Twitter. We, got, we got loads of answers as well. So thank you for all your amazing tweets about last uh, this question in the podcast. Um, uh, let me give you some of those. Some. Um, tons. Now, now um, there ones. is a new um, uh, question, a new contributor who is just called on Twitter fan of David Paisley who I think is a Northern Irish politician he said Brontosaurus Sparky said T-Rex Gookie said Diplodocus um, Hady said I'll say Triceratops he said Diplodocus it's not Diplodocus is it Diplodocus or Diplodocus Diplodocus Peter Adcock said I assume we can't include politics in our answer. <laughs> bit, con- bit, bit near the near the mark. But I said yes, and he didn't respond. So maybe, maybe he's sort of he's staying away from controversial. <laughs> maybe that's the case. And Rachel Vahey. Yeah, start a Twitter war. Yeah, Rachel Vahey. Right, but that but this is this is true, right? I, if somebody tries to start a debate on Twitter, I think there's no point in doing that. Like, don't. Nobody has ever persuaded me on social media to change my mind. Exactly, because so, it easily through actual physical communication, it's easy to express yeah. exaggeration on certain yeah. words and certain yeah. emphasis. And just, 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 just so you know, listeners, if you see me out and about, buy me a beer because I'm more persuaded with a beer in my hand than I am on Twitter. Um, and Rachel Vahey was super definitive on Twitter. She thinks Triceratops. And then she said, I feel no need to justify it. It just is. I like that confidence. No one said Brachiosaurus and I'm just like... What, 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 what's, a, what's a Brachiosaurus? I have no idea. It's not the one with the neck. There we go. I thought that was a Diplodocus. No. Anyway. I don't um, even know what this In this segment of... Dinosaur talk. I don't know what sort of what's happened to the podcast now. We've got into like a dinosaur-related one. Raw. Um, <laughs> raw. That was the raw. most human raw. Um, uh, that, my friends, is truly the end, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Cheers.